This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. A Cherry Hill Volvo and XC40 can be leased for as low as $459. And an XC90 leased for as low as $629. The Cherry Hill Volvo offers are very aggressive. Spring into Cherry Hill Volvo for incredibly fabulous offers. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. of talk now on talk radio 1210 wpht rich zioli homeowners can't afford to buy new homes in america it is a crisis a new housing crisis because people cannot afford homes this is joe biden's economy this is joe biden's america and this is going to be something voters really care about. Welcome back to the show. It is our fourth and final hour here on a Friday night. Thank you for being here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. The typical American cannot afford to buy a home in a growing number of communities across the nation, according to common lending standards. That's the main takeaway from a new report from real estate data provider Adam. Researchers examined the median home prices last year for roughly 575 U.S. counties and found that home prices in 99% of those areas are beyond the reach. Housing experts point to a couple trends driving up housing costs. Mortgage rates have topped 7%. Thank you, Joe Biden. Thank you. Adding hundreds of dollars a month to a potential house payment. At the same time, homeowners who locked in lower mortgage payments, mortgage rates during the pandemic, why would they sell? They're not selling out of fear that they're going to have to buy another property to today's elevated rates. I mean, if you can afford it, uh, it's a great opportunity in many cases because people who need to move have to sell their homes, but that's the problem. There's no inventory right now. The only people who are selling right now are people who really need to move because of a life event. Divorce, marriage, new baby, new job, etc. Said Daryl Fairweather, chief economist of Redfin. That lack of new inventory is keeping prices high. Yeah, it's like our house, for example. Uh, bought it, we had two kids... And it was a good, good size for us. And then, of course, our bio baby surprise, baby Reagan, came along. And now suddenly the house doesn't feel as big anymore. But we have a really low interest rate on our mortgage. But, but this is the problem, though, for people. Like, imagine you're in Philadelphia. You live there and you saw the chaos, the rioting, the looting several nights in a row. And you said, I want to get the hell out of the city. This is insane. What am I doing here? You know, even in nice areas like Society Hill, the posh neighborhoods there where stores were closing early out of fear, liquor stores being shut down. You say, you know what? I, I want to move to the burbs. Problem is, there's no inventory in the burbs. There's nothing. So a house goes on the market and within days, it's under contract above asking price. And then if you got the money, great. If you don't have the money because you're trying to start out in life or it's your first time buying a home, you're you're out of luck. I mean, it used to be the American dream used to be you, you, you'd buy a starter home and then as your family grew, as you made more money, you, you, you'd upgrade to a, to, a, to a bigger home. That's kind of, that's, that was kind of the way it was, you know? Now, 
people are stuck. They have this giant anchor, these interest rate handcuffs on them. So they turn around and go, I mean, I, I'm at a 2.5% mortgage rate. Why would I then go and get a 7% mortgage rate on a house? That's, by the way, more expensive because there's no inventory. So this is the problem. As of August, the national medium home existing price was $407,100. That's up 3.9% from a year ago. The average interest rate on a 30-year home loan was 7.19%, up from 6.48% at the beginning of 2023. Prices will will remain unaffordable as long as mortgage rates continue to rise. Quote, the dynamics influencing the U.S. housing market appear to continuously work against everyday Americans, potentially to the point where they could start to have a significant impact on home prices. We will see how this shakes out as the peak 2020 buying season, 2023 buying season winds down. And it's difficult for first-time home buyers. First-time home buyers, who are often the most sensitive to interest rates, have had to postpone their home buying dreams, said Dan Hanofsky, the co-founder of new home construction startup New Homes Mate. He said those older buyers with more cash on hand can buy down interest rates or they can absorb a higher monthly payment and are still buying homes across the country. Unaffordable is someone who must devote more than 28% of their income toward paying for a particular home. Factoring in a mortgage payment, homeowners insurance and property taxes, the typical home price today would require 35% of someone's annual wages. And cities with the most unaffordable homes include Los Angeles, Chicago, Phoenix, San Diego, Orange County, California, communities surrounding Cleveland, Detroit, Houston, Philadelphia, or Pittsburgh, have the most affordable homes compared with median salaries for residents there, according to the firm. I don't know what they're talking about, because believe me, my wife and I look at real estate a lot. Because we would love to upgrade to a bigger house with three kids. But, I mean, we look around, and there's nothing on the market. There's nothing on the market. I mean, there's a lot of homes in the high millions, but, I mean, we're, you know, we're not buying that. We can't afford that. So, homes in the middle class range, there's nothing. So, a home goes on the market, and then it's gone. Some the people are getting still still the people are offering cash without even seeing the house. It's crazy. But this is Joe Biden's America. This is Joe Biden's America. We have we absolutely have him to thank for this because all the spending has driven up inflation, and then the Fed raised interest rates to try to deal with it. It's not the right way to deal with it. What they need to do, of course, is they need to stop all the government spending. But they're not going to do that, and so we are in this position. And I'm telling you, the economy, it's still the economy, stupid. It really is. It's still the economy. Parental rights, the economy, all of these things, absolutely. And a big part of this has to do with the great piece in the New York Post about this. The fall of Lululemon, how stores surrendered to looters. They have a high class of looter in Philadelphia. On Tuesday evening, a huge group of youths ransacked multiple stores in the city. They attacked Foot Locker and Apple. They also broke into and ransacked a local branch of Lululemon. Yoga moms everywhere are appalled. And while looting can never be condoned, the author of this piece says, I must admit I feel like the high-end sports clothing store had it coming. Let me explain. This is Douglas Murray writing this. But first, I must admit to my great shame that I have been to a Lululemon store. Worse, I actually bought one of their comfortable but overpriced workout hoodies. There, I admitted it. And now that I've gotten that out of my system, I can say why I wouldn't go back. At the store in Manhattan, as I was shopping, another customer was going along the racks using the old five-finger discount. In fact, he was just walking around the store, pulling clothes off the racks and throwing them over his arm. 
He then collected a huge pile of stuff, probably thousands of dollars worth of clothing. Since he was the only other person in the store, I asked the nice girl behind the counter why nobody was doing anything about this. She said there was not much they could do. The man in question was black, but fortunately so was a security guard who finally came over to him. What followed was apparently company policy, but was bizarre to watch. Come on, man, was the most a security guard said, at which point the shoplifter started saying, are you disrespecting me? Interesting how much respect the modern thief can feel entitled to. After some while, the man did put most of the clothes down and eventually left. I asked the staff why they hadn't called the police. It seemed to be company policy to just let these things go. It's not worth the hassle. Then in May, two female Lululemon employees at a store in Atlanta faced the same problem. They actually called the cops on three masked men who pillaged the store. Video showed the men grabbing fistful of clothes. No, 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 you can march back out. Seriously, get out, the assistant manager said. The looters turned out to have raided the store almost a dozen times before. Chill, B, shut your A up, said one of the thieves. Uh, it's, I didn't say earmuffs, so I don't want to say the whole quote, but you know, chill out, B, shut your ass up, said one of the thieves. As it happened, calling the police was a good move because the suspects later received felony robbery charges. But how were the two female employees rewarded? Were they given a bonus? Were they applauded for their bravery? Were they given cake? Were they given cake? You know, it's the, the, the Seinfeld, you know, you, you know, we must all celebrate birthdays and cake at the office. No, 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 they were fired. They were fired. At no point did they try to physically stop the thieves. They didn't manhandle or abuse them. They simply reported them to the police. And that seems to have been enough. One of the fired employees later explained, quote, we are not supposed to get in the way. You kind of clear the path for whatever they're going to do, and then it's over. You scan a QR code, and that's that. We're not supposed to call the police, not really supposed to talk about it. Lululemon isn't the only company in this country that has taken this completely lax approach to its own stock and employees, never mind its profit margin. You can lose count of the number of stores where workers tell, tell people they are actively told not to give, get in the way of the shoplifters. Over the summer, an employee who had worked for 13 years at a Lowe's in Georgia attempted to stop some shoplifters. The 68-year-old woman was punched in the face by one of the suspects. and her reward, she was fired. This same past summer, an employee at a King's Supers in Colorado was fired by his employee, employers for filming some shoplifters. That's apparently a violation of company policy. Uh, there was a local guy, you know, I told you the story about a local man at a Target in our area in South Jersey who um, these guys were riding bikes around the store and they were scaring customers and he addressed them and for that he was fired. <clears throat> After I heard about the Atlanta case, I thought, okay, well, that's, uh, that's it. I'm, I'm done with Lululemon, right? Uh, it's a principal thing. Call me old-fashioned, he writes. But the problem is, though, that if you... If you think if you think that um, the issue is uh, stores being woke, you are absolutely one hundred percent correct. It's not about insurance. Look, I've always said, you know, physical things. Somebody tries to carjack, you just give up the car, right? I mean, it's a car; it could be replaced. You have insurance for that. It's not worth your life. It's just not worth your life. But the problem is not that these companies are just thinking, well, employee safety, that's the excuse they use. It's wokeness. They don't want to be accused of being racist or profiling or, or getting in the way of poor people because the, the same mindset that a lot of these people have in these companies is the same mindset of progressives everywhere in America. They're entitled to this stuff. They're entitled to it. 
Who are who the hell are we to say that we 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 won't allow them to have their yoga pants? And so that becomes the issue. It's like Chris Rock had a great bit about no, um, yeah, Chris Rock had a great bit about Lululemon because their their, their whole thing was you know they, they they did a whole thing about racism and they're anti racist and racism's not welcome here. And he said you know thank you for your your hundred dollar non racist yoga pants. These stores want to all be woke. And I think, I, I, I don't know for, for a fact, but if I had a bet, I would bet that when you look at your social, your ESG scores, your environmental, social, and governance scores, probably calling the police on shoplifters probably hurts you. I mean, think about it. You could steal up to $1,000 and stuff. So the first thing I would do is I'd steal a calculator. I would. Steal a calculator, and then I would deduct the price of the calculator for my $1,000. Then I would just start going around the store. Like those old shopping commercials. Remember those old game shows where you just loaded stuff in the cart? And then, you know, you, you had raced around, you filled up a car, and then you had to guess what everything cost. Well, I would just, you know, take my time. Well, I'm not in a rush. Take my time. TV, it's $400. Uh, DVD, who the hell uses that anymore, right? Uh, whatever, just load it up. And then I'd walk up to the front, and I'd show them on the calculator. I'm at $999.99. So back off. Back, step, step back. Step back, and they would do it. They did okay. Well, well, go, go ahead, sir. Go ahead. But if you tip the scale at a thousand, like then, then that would be my problem. Is my problem is I go through the impulse aisle and I'd be like, oh, and while I'm at it, I'll take gum. They're like, oh, and then the alarms go off. You broke a thousand dollars. You know, freeze, and then you know you got to put it all back. That would be my issue because I'm I'm a sucker for the impulse aisle. Actually, I'm really not because I used to be. My kids are Reagan. Oh man, we were at Wegman's the other day. And it was a fight. Everything. She's grabbing everything. She grabbed a People magazine. Like, what are you doing with People? She's three years old. And she's grabbing gum, candy. I mean, finally, I just had to pull her in front of the, of, the, of the counter. She's just putting stuff. And then we get home, and we realize that there was a whole bunch of stuff that she had put in the cart that we forgot to take out of the cart that we paid for. I think I, I, think I have to eat some, some ancient farro pasta at some point because it was in the cart. I mean, I could return it, but honestly, the gas to get there and back would be like the same price of the pasta. So I'm just going to eat it or something, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe I'll save it for the end of the world. I need to start prepping more anyway. But this is this is Joe Biden's America. This is the this is the progressive left's America. So then you look at Philadelphia, right? Lululemon, the looting and the robbery are just fine, and that's if people take stuff, then they're just fine and dandy. That's why when Lululemon was getting broken into in Philadelphia, it's what happens. You create a culture of lawlessness, and the culture of lawlessness eventually leads to that. That's what happens. It's, it's, it's what happens in this country. When you have a culture of lawlessness and you tell people, yeah, you can steal, go ahead, knock yourself out. Well, they turn around and then they keep stealing. And then eventually they go, why is it that I'm not entitled to get those things? I want those things. And then they go out and get them. And that's what they do. And that's the truth. Uh, okay, uh, we've got a lot more to talk about. Jonathan Turley, 10 Reasons Why It Is Worth Investigating Joe Biden. Uh, Diane Feinstein, still dead. I did get an interesting uh, text today from my buddy, Matt Rooney. Apparently, Diane Feinstein voted uh, yesterday. She was marked as a yes vote on the Securing Growth and Robust Leadership in American Aviation Act. Yesterday. So, um, okay. So I, anyway, uh, they're going to, you know, the next person from California is going to be another corrupt, progressive kook. This is a tough one for Gavin Newsom, though, because he wants to become El Presidente. So what does Gavin Newsom do now? And this is a tough one. He's in a pickle here. 
He's in a little bit of a pickle, as I will explain for you upon my return. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Coming right back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster tempur-pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details the Zioli Show, on your schedule, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. Elon Musk visited the southern border. He had a lot to say about the southern border, as you can imagine. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. Our fourth and final hour on a Friday night. I can smell the pizza already. I told the kids we're having a little pizza party tonight, a little pizza and movie. So I had a, I had a couple of, uh, last couple of weeks, I've been out a lot. I'll be out again next week for stuff. Don't forget, Friday the 13th, by the way, we're going to be at the Grand Hotel of Cape May. Um, but, you know, I, I always, I, for me, there's nothing I love doing more than hanging out with my with my family. I, I, I mean that, sincerely. I really do. I mean that. Um, I mean, they drive me crazy, like all families do. But my kids are growing up so fast. It really amazes me. You know, I remember when Patrick was born. He's almost nine. I just started Afternoon Drive the first time around, the first iteration of Afternoon Drive. And I remember, you know, you told me, you said it. You said, listen, uh, it goes by fast. And Frank Canal, our operations manager here at WPHD, he had the best line ever. He said, the days are long, the years fly by. And it's so true. It really is so true. Uh, and then, of course, you know, Claire Seven, the Tooth Fairy gave her $7 last night, if you're interested, to follow up from yesterday's convo. Yeah, the Tooth Fairy gave Claire $7. She's seven, so she got a dollar for every every year, and she's thrilled. She was so happy. 
so happy, my little my little girl. And Reagan, uh, I think Reagan will get jealous of that and just start ripping her own teeth out of her mouth to just to put under the pillow. I, my <laughs> Reagan's not a morning person. She freaks out in the morning. She just starts yelling, I want mom, I want mom. And so lately I've been walking in there and playing the exorcist bells. Because, you know, Reagan is from The Exorcist. So... She doesn't like that either, by the way. And my wife does. And Mama Zioli is not going to be happy when she hears me say that. So just kidding. Anyway, um, Elon Musk visited the United States southern border. And uh, he had a lot to say uh, about the chaos that's down there. As you can imagine, take a listen. Yeah, so here we are uh, at Eagle Pass. uh, And we're going to be meeting with uh, uh, the sort of major major officials. uh, and uh, law enforcement are responsible for the water, and um, Andrew's here directly from them and see it, see exactly what's going on uh, for yourself. So, uh, with that, let's begin. Yes, I'm Tony Gonzalez. I'm the uh, local congressman here in the district. My district is 823 miles of the southern border, places like Eagle Pass, El Paso, Uvalde, Del Rio. Uh, we've been at the epicenter of this border crisis. What I'd really like to share is is uh, a lot of my sheriffs and, uh, and local elected officials are being forgotten. Their stories aren't getting out. Uh, some stories are, but a lot of stories aren't. The first person we would, I'd like to hear from is uh, Randy Brown, who is the sheriff of Medina County. It's about an hour away from, about 100 miles away from here. And uh, Randy's behind us now. You want to come over here, Randy? And yeah. uh, Just uh, the question I have is, is uh, what, what's happening in your county? This is 100 yeah, miles and, away. And just imagine, like, you're just, you're just talking to America here, and right. people just want to understand right. exactly what's going on, but assume that people do not know what's going on. Well, you got to go back some time, and whenever the open border policies from the White House kind of got thrown out there, we've been overrun. How long so, was that? How long ago was that? What year was that? Two years ago. Two years We're ago. on our third we've, year. We've been battling it for two years, and uh, okay. So, so you're saying there's an open, been an open border policy essentially since for the past few years? It was an invitation. An, Im- an invitation. That's how I read it. Come on That's in. How it was told from the, yep. from the White House. So. Okay. They don't have a clue what's going on here, I don't think, because okay. if they did, maybe they would care. Maybe they would. I don't know. How does that- I got I to gotta respectfully disagree with you there, Sheriff. Listen, Sheriff, this town ain't big enough for the two of us, so I got to disagree with you. They do know, and they do care, and they're very happy with what's happening here. They are. They're very happy. Look, please don't think for a moment this is incompetence. This is not incompetence. This is this is a design here. This is what they want. They told people to come here. They opened the border, and they're thrilled with the results because this is how you destroy a country. You invade a country without firing a shot, and then you completely take that country over. That's what's happening to the United States of America. It's by design. It's the same thing with the looting in Philadelphia. Listen to me. I know what I'm talking about here. If you just look at looting in Philadelphia as just that, you're missing the big picture. I'm, I'm not saying you. By the way, happy birthday, Susie Cool. I want to make sure I mention it every hour. Her birthday is officially tomorrow, but she's one of the absolute best members of the Zioli Army in terms of her social media um, presence boosting the show. She does a great job of helping to boost the show and give us attention. So we appreciate that very, very much, Susie. Thank you. And, and look, each and every one of you who does that for us, you're all we have. You're literally all we have. We, my, the marketing budget is, is it's 47 cents. 47 cents is my marketing budget for the year, for the whole year. And I've used 46 cents of it already. Anyway, so it's, just, it's all on you. So anyway, happy birthday, Susie. But 
What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So if you look at looting as just looting, you're missing the big picture. The purpose is to destroy these cities. Destroy them, tear them down, build them back up in a Marxist utopian vision. They want, they want crime. They do. It's very much like the Joker in The Dark Knight who says, you know, some, sometimes when, when the, Alfred says, sometimes people just want to see it burn, you know? They just want to watch the world burn. Well, they do. Because then they can rebuild it. Same thing at the border. Same same thing at the border. It, chaos, come in, invade the country, and then get citizenship, vote Democrat, change America forever. That's what this is all about. That's what this is all about. Do not for a second doubt me on this. All right, back to the sheriff, please. The train impact, because the trains have been a big story lately. There's a train just over here. This is kind of where it starts, Elon. Okay. Where you see, you know, all these thousands of people on a train. This is where they're coming through, but it doesn't end here. It just starts here. Yeah. Medina County is where they're going to make it to the big cities like San Antonio. Two, two major rail lines come okay. through, through my county, and, and on those the illegals ride. They actually control the trains because they know how to crank down the brake on the car so okay. that it passes a heat sensor. The conductor has to stop the train, the illegals get off, the people come to get them, and all the stolen vehicles are stealing from all over the country. Nearly every one of them is in a stolen vehicle. Okay. So, so then we get involved, and then they're trespassing on private property. Okay. Uh, and when you do get behind the road, they run through fences, they run over equipment. Irrigation stuff is important to the farmers. They run over their equipment, they tear it up. We tear up vehicles trying to hold the line. We're trying to hold the line 100 miles away because the line is not getting held here. They don't want to close the border, Sheriff. All right. Um, well, and just, just uh, again, just assume that the, you know, this is a, uh, this is really just for the, the general public, and so we want to just frame the situation because uh, not everyone knows like magnitude and, you know, like is this uh, normal or is is it like so so just if you could just frame the situation for the general public, that would be helpful. What 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 terrifies me the most is we're seeing historic numbers, historic eleven thousand people coming over daily for the past week uh, here in Eagle Pass alone, twenty five hundred people over. 5,000 people in, in detention. But what worries me the most is this, in, in many cases, feels normal. The part that doesn't make it out on some of the news stuff is there is a golf course. We are literally standing in, in front of a golf course and you have people playing golf as if it is normal. To the right, you have people that are coming over illegally. I mean, it is it is upside down. And, and like Elon said earlier, I, mean, I believe in, in legal immigration. I think uh, legal immigration is important. And what happens is when you grant people that have come over illegally these different opportunities you completely undermine okay, the legal but, but system. I, I think you know, like the stuff we were talking about in the car the yeah. magnitude of the situation the magnitude of it yeah so it's like, like um the, the fact that we are seeing all-time highs in yes. illegal processes that and, and that 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 ramp is increasing yes so the, the, these are really important points because the public isn't it isn't i think it's not, it's not necessarily clear to the public uh, is this is this normal, or, 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 or are we you know are we seeing an accelerating crisis? It's not getting better. It's getting worse. We're last getting worse. Friday was the was last Friday a week ago was a historic number, eleven thousand people that came over. Okay. Uh, and then on Monday that number increased. Today is Thursday, and that number increased. We're only going in the wrong direction. This is a week. What happens two weeks from now? Uh, it, it, it's the wrong way. Okay. No, it's the right way. Listen, it's the right way if you're a progressive kook, if you're a Democrat, if you're Joe Biden. This is the destruction of America. It's the right way. It's going great. It's going great. It really is. It's a huge success story. 
If you're an open borders Democrat and you're hoping for an invasion to destroy the United States of America, this is you. This is going better than you ever could have imagined. You never could have thought it. How could you have thought it was this this impactful and powerful? I mean, look, there is a sickness in this country right now, and this is why I tell you. First of all, you got to read Levin's book, The Democrat Party Hates America, but you also have to read Marxist uh, Utopia. You got to read that too, and you really, truly, please, please know what the grand scheme is here. My job, of course, is to tell you the big grand scheme, the peek behind the curtain, and give you my analysis. Uh, here's a, here's here's the game plan. Let's look into the future. Remember, they always tell you, like, where do you want to be in five years, ten years? Where's your life going to be? Here's where Democrats want to be in five years, ten years. Millions of new people have come into this country illegally, and they're given citizenship. The filibuster's dead in the U.S. Senate. Puerto Rico and D.C. are states. The Democrats have an absolute control of the United States Senate. Nobody can stop them. The Republican Party is a permanent minority in the Senate. And the House is still very competitive and close, but not as not as much. Democrats are able to redistrict around 2030, and then they're able to make sure that those districts swing in their favor. And Democrats have a permanent majority, and they can do whatever they want. And the Republican Party ceases to exist at that point. It becomes just a party that makes comments and suggestions that's their goal and then they pack the supreme court with 14 justices to make it a mini legislature just on the off chance something changes and they get a republican president and they have to have justices who are appointed by the republican president even though they probably would never approve any of them because they have a absolute lock on the u.s senate so that uh that's their plan and that's what they're doing and unfortunately they're succeeding i mean that's they're, they're they're succeeding they're going in this direction this is why the 2024 election is, and I, I know I'm going to sound like other talk show hosts for a moment and say, the most important election of our lifetime. But no, it really is. This time around, it really is. We're at a breaking point here. We are at a breaking point. Between this and the weaponization of government, the way the government has been has turned on you and me and has become the, the force for the destruction of liberty, actively working as a police state to suppress dissent, to tell us what information is, to censor us as the American people, that we are at a breaking point. No question about it. Ten reasons why Biden should be investigated. Ten reasons why it is worth investigating Joe Biden. From Professor Jonathan Turley, I will share that with you upon my return. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the Odyssey app. All right, it's almost the weekend. Officially, our last segment of the week. Look at this, huh? Excited. It's been a good week. Thank you again. We are uh, next week is our one year anniversary in mornings, in afternoons. <laughs> I left mornings and uh, we are approaching uh, two million downloads of the Rich Zioli show podcast. So thank you for podcasting this show and downloading it and sharing with a friend. Give it a good rating if you would <clears throat> say some nice things. Or don't say anything at all, baby. That's Mama Zioli's rule. You know, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. But no, seriously, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. It's been amazing. The success of this show and Afternoon Drive has been amazing. And if you say to me, I can't listen as much in the afternoon, yes, you can. You have the podcast. You have the Odyssey app. You can listen on your schedule, okay? And a lot of uh, what I talk about is um, if, if sometimes it's worth listening to again. It's that good. Sorry, just being, just having some fun. 10 reasons why it's worth investigating Joe Biden from Jonathan Turley. 
Uh, law professor, of course, Jonathan Turley. Ten reasons why it is important. Number one, Hunter Biden and his associates were running a classic influence peddling operation. <coughs> Excuse me, using Joe Biden as what Devin Archer called the brand. While this was described as an illusion of access, millions were generated for the Bidens from some of the most corrupt figures in the world, including associates who were later accused of or convicted of public corruption. Number two, some of the Biden clients push for changes impacting United States foreign policy and relations, including help in dealing with Ukrainian prosecutor Viktor Shokin investigating corruption. Number three, President Biden has made false claims about his knowledge of these dealings repeatedly in the past, including insisting that he had no knowledge of Hunter's foreign dealings, which Archer has declared as patently false. Washington Post and other media outlets have also declared the president's insistence that his family did not take money from China as false. Number four. The president had been aware for years that Hunter Biden and his uncle James were accused of influence peddling, including an audio tape of the president acknowledging a New York Times investigation as a threat to Hunter. Number five. President Biden was repeatedly called into meetings with these foreign clients and was put on speakerphone. He also met these clients and foreign figures at dinners and meetings. Number six, emails and other communications show Hunter repeatedly invoking his father to secure payments from foreign sources. And in one such message, he threatens a Chinese figure that his father is sitting next to him in order to coerce a large transfer of money. Number seven, a trusted FBI source recounted a direct claim of a corrupt Ukrainian businessman that he paid a bribe to Joe Biden through intermediaries. Number eight, Hunter Biden, ah, excuse me, start that one again. Number eight, Hunter Biden reportedly claimed that he had to give half of his earnings to his father and other emails state that intermingled accounts were used to pay bills for both men, including a possible credit account that Hunter used to allegedly pay prostitutes. Number nine. At least two transfers of funds to Hunter Biden in 2019 from a Chinese source listed the president's home in Delaware, where Hunter sometimes lived and conducted business. Number 10. Some of the deals negotiated by Hunter involved potential benefits for his father, including office space in Washington. At least nine Biden family members reportedly received money from these foreign transfers, including grandchildren. For Hunter Biden, this included not just significant money transfers, but gifts like an expensive diamond and a luxury car. These are only some of the serious corruption allegations facing the president, but each could raise impeachable conduct if a nexus is established to the president. Look, I want to say, and I said this last night, you know, you heard these idiots in the committee, the Democrats turning around and going, where's the smoking gun? Where's the smoking gun? The whistleblowers who came forward, they came forward and they, these guys are, are pros in going after complicated international money laundering schemes. These money laundering schemes are complicated. There is no smoking gun. They're very often, it is not, you know, it's not like a movie at the end of the movie where it's like, oh, you play the tape back and it's, oh, you admitted to doing all these things and the person runs. And it's not really like that in real life. In real life, money laundering, organized crime, they're very complicated. 
So in order to bring down the, the, the entity, you have to go deep. You need forensic investigators who can go through the shell companies and follow the money. And it's complicated because these companies hire lots of lawyers and accountants to protect them. To argue that there's no smoking gun or no evidence is to say that you've watched too much television. Of course there's evidence. There's lots of evidence. It's tying the evidence together to build a case to prove to a jury that there is legitimate corruption here. That's the job of investigators and prosecutors. And that's what these investigators told Congress they were not allowed to do. The reason why Hunter Biden got the deal of a lifetime, don't call it a sweetheart deal, it's a cover-up deal to cover up the financial crimes of the President of the United States of America. The reason why he was offered that immunity deal to end all immunity deals is for that very reason. The big guy was not to be investigated. You know, number one was not to be investigated. The Department of Justice is not going to investigate this. So Congress has a responsibility. So when you listen to AOC and these other knuckleheads yesterday going on about where's the evidence or Jamie Raskin going, there's no smoking gun. There's not even a water gun. Ha ha ha. First of all, it's a stupid joke. It's not funny. That's number one. Number two, you're not going to get a smoking gun. This is not a this is not a, 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 a murder case. Where it's like, well, you know, I mean, it's probably the husband, but he beat her over the head with a lamb and then he cooked it and ate it. And so, oh, but we found the wrapper in the garbage can. This is not a movie. This is real life. International criminal money laundering with multiple people involved, with lots of money and lawyers and accountants and cooking the books and hiding the books. In order to bring that down, you need really good, experienced investigators who can go through this and figure it out. That's what these guys testify, the whistleblowers who came forward. That's literally what they do. And they're very good at it, but they were not allowed to do it. They were specifically barred from doing it. So, you know, when I sit here and I listen to this and it's like, don't you understand this is why the Congress has to do what it's doing? Because the corrupt Department of Justice is not doing it. So they have to do it. They don't have a choice. You have a president of the United States who may be compromised by foreign entities and doing foreign policy business with them. They might be driving United States foreign policy. Think about that. Of course, the United States Congress has a responsibility to look into this. To not do so would be derelict. And I understand it's not, you know, and I said this yesterday. It may not be sexy. It's like Victor Shokin and, and Shlaman Lama Ding Dong and, you know, and all these different names and everything. It, it, it's not about making it sexy and flashy. It's about getting to the truth. It's about getting to the bottom line and exposing this once and for all and ripping open this criminal enterprise. The mafia, when they brought down the mafia... <clears throat> they did so using Rico, but it was complicated. Yeah, you know, you get guys for, for you know, button pushing. Yeah, push buttons. You get guys for that. But in terms of the, the organization, it's complicated to bring it down when you're dealing with racketeering and you're dealing with bribery and influence peddling and, and, and money laundering. That, that's why money laundering in, in particular, which is what the Bidens have absolutely done here, in my opinion, it's why money laundering is so complicated because you're, you're, you're washing money. You're, la- you're laundering it. And if you're good at it, it's it, it's very hard to trace. That's why they had all these shell companies set up. It's why they had all these LLCs. It's why they had all these partnerships and all these and various Bidens got money. This was a organized criminal money laundering racket. That's what it was. That's what it is. 
I sort of listened to the, to the people yesterday going on, and, and uh, Turley said it. He said, my testimony reflects the fact that I do not believe that after months of investigation, the House has passed the threshold for an inquiry into whether President Joe Biden was directly involved or benefited from the corrupt practices of his son, Hunter, and others. I believe that the record has developed to the point that the House needs to answer troubling questions surrounding the president. I wanted to note a few of those allegations at the outset that collectively warrant a formal inquiry. The record currently contains witness and written evidence that the president, one, has lied about key facts in these foreign dealings. Two, was the focus of a multi-million dollar influence peddling scheme. And three, may have benefited from this corruption through millions of dollars sent to his family, as well as more direct possible benefits. And Turley concedes the president may be able to disprove or rebut these points, but they raise legitimate concerns over his role based on the accounts of key figures in the matter. So we sit here and we talk about Ukraine foreign policy. We talk about Russia. We talk about China. And the question that keeps coming up in my mind is, is this guy compromised by those entities? Are we making stupid foreign policy decisions because they got the goods on Joe Biden? And this is a gigantic international extortion plot against the president of the United States. There was a, um, I, you know, I, I, I love the show, The West Wing. It's super lefty in a lot of different ways, but I, 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 a very entertaining show. Martin Sheen was a great president, but there's a whole... There, there is a, when the show got off the rails after Aaron Sorkin, I think he got busted for mushrooms or something and he left the show, but he kind of got off the rails. But there's one episode I remember, his daughter gets kidnapped. And so he steps down as president because he says, I can't make a decision with my daughter. I can't be in the position now where they could bribe me, essentially. And John Goodman becomes the president. He's the Speaker of the House. And he becomes the president. And he's a big conservative, so it was great. Actually, that was really funny. It was fun to watch. Anyway... Joe Biden may be making decisions because he's compromised by these entities who have all the goods on him. And that's why Ukraine gets everything it wants. I know you're not allowed to say that because that means you're pro-Russia or pro-Putin or some nonsense like that. But that could be what's going on. The same thing with why we excuse China with everything that they do and why we have no interest in getting to the origins of COVID-19. Joe Biden could very well be compromised. I believe he is. And I believe the Congress has a constitutional obligation to pursue this since the Department of Justice has purposely worked to cover this up to protect the president of the United States of America. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for listening. Go Eagles. I'll be at the game on Sunday. I'm excited. Hope you have a great time. The great one, Mark Levin, is up next. Keep the conversation going on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Thank you for listening. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress 
brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.